The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome into the EP Podcast. It's the weekend, which means this is the EP Podcast weekend update. Should be a pretty good weekend in Evergreen Park. Not a big chance of rain. I think it's like 10% on Friday and Saturday, 20% on Sunday. Sunny on Friday, partly cloudy on Saturday and Sunday. Highest temperature is going to be Sunday at 92 degrees. Humidity is going to be over 60% though. Although we're going to get some wind gusts on Sunday that might cool you off a little bit. Good weekend for the pool. Good weekend to get outside. Good weekend to get some fresh air. We got a lot ahead for you here in this quick little weekend update that we give you each and every Friday to go along with the live broadcast we do on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. on the Podbean app. You can get that in any app store for free, and more details are at theeppodcast.com. And then, of course, your regular Monday 30 Minutes of Good, the on-demand radio show known as the EP Podcast, comes out right after this weekend. Guests that are scheduled for it include some folks that are putting together a reality television show and you might see an Evergreen Park business in it. Raising Cane's in Evergreen Park is behind the entire thing. We have details for businesses that may want to be a part of a restaurant rescue as Raising Cane's is actually trying to help as many local restaurants as they can if they make the show or if they don't. But that's going to be one of our guests that are on this coming Monday. Also joining us this Monday, an Evergreen Park veteran who wrote a book about his experiences in multiple theaters. We're going to talk with this man, hear about his experiences, and tell you about the book. Today, in just a little bit, on this weekend update, you're going to hear from John Dalkey. He's from the Evergreen Park Food Pantry, and they are in some desperate need of help. We're going to get into that in moments, and it's all brought to you by our proud sponsors, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. During these uncertain times, the right resources and a strong support system can make all the difference. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park is here for you with personalized service and great offers. Plus, they provide the steady, reliable support of the entire Trust Community Bank family. And now when you open a total access checking account, EP Podcast listeners are getting a $300 bonus. And all you have to do is sign up online, bankevergreenpark.com slash eppod. Open up that account using that link. $300 is a bonus. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use the link to apply. Member FDIC. And now, more of your weekend update. Interesting things going on in the area right now. First of all, our neighbors, the big Evergreen Park suburb known as Chicago, are not able to go inside now if they want to go to a bar that isn't serving any food. It's a weird restriction, and I feel bad for all the business owners that I know over there, when right after that was announced, the state government put out something saying there was only one district in the state that might have to roll back when it comes to their COVID-19 restrictions, and it's nowhere near Chicago. It's the counties of Bond, Clinton, Madison, Monroe, Randolph, St. Clair, and Washington. Their positivity rate is almost 7%. The good news is we're doing very good here, and we are no longer attached 
to Chicago in case the state decides to roll back their zone. I say full speed ahead. I've got a positive outlook on this entire thing. Couple of vaccines now, very close to production. You could find that on pretty much every news site, so it must be true. Meanwhile, in Evergreen Park, we have a Krispy Kreme. I was surprised to find that out too. I was reading the patch that they're actually having a contest. The location over at 9150 Southwestern Avenue might be a spot you want to check out. They are doing Reese's themed donuts. So you go get a donut or a bunch of different kinds of donuts, pick the one that you like the best, and they're going to add some to the menu. So you actually have an influence over the choice of donuts if you're like a donut person. And who doesn't like donuts? Right now, saying the word donut over and over again kind of makes me want to go get some donuts. Does anybody have any donuts? Down here, sitting in my nine-foot homemade oak bar is a friend of ours. We've had him on here before. The Office of Citizen Services and the Evergreen Park Food Pantry need your help. And uh, we heard about this. We've heard there's already a food drive going on with Most Holy Redeemer coming up on Tuesday. But the big thing, John Dalkey, my guest, is that you guys are having a problem purchasing food. So you're looking for some help in in the way of finding actual food items. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, Chris, that's that's correct. It's, it's amazing. Even uh, about three months into this is that we're having a lot of trouble um, getting food in large quantities and we're even having trouble getting that from the food depository for example you know last you know and before this crisis started we could get canned vegetables like green beans corn mixed vegetables last month all we could get was like 120 cans of uh canned corn you know for the entire month you know six months ago that wasn't a problem because we only had about 130 families a month. Now we have 130 families a week. Right. So if we only get 120 cans of something and we got 130 families coming and we still have three weeks in the month left, you, you do the math. Yeah, you're running out. We're not even dumb. We're not even coming close to what we can get. And what people don't realize is like donations, when people give monetary donations, that's a great thing. But right now, you guys are experiencing the same thing that everybody else is. There are shortages in terms of food. Exactly. And the stores don't want to let you come in and buy them out of something. I'm sure it's like, yeah, that's great. You have the money, but we can only give you so much. Exactly. And it's a lot easier if you have folks that want to help you out right now. You have a shortage going on. The Greater Chicago Land Food Depository isn't even able to fill the orders when you guys are asking for it. You have more people that are in need than ever before because of what's going on in the world. And you're, it, you don't want to have to shut down or turn people away. And then those people go hungry. It's a call for help right now. But the main thing is there are certain items you need. You need people to add stuff to their orders, either either if they're going into the store right. or if they're like doing like a Mariano's order mm-hmm. and they're saying like, you know, I'm going to come pick it up, add a few items in, right? So what are you looking for that you need the most right now? Well, right now, uh, well, we need peanut butter and jelly. That's very difficult to find, especially the jelly. Uh, spaghetti, uh, spaghetti sauce, and any type of canned vegetable or canned bean that they could get. And, you know, and... Every store that I go to, there's a limit on how much you can buy. So if you buy two or three cans of this or two or three kinds of that, and then just drop it off at uh, the Office of Citizen Services or at the Holy Redeemer uh, um, food drive next Tuesday between 9 and 11, um, that would be very helpful. And that will get us through another maybe week and a half. 
Right, but you you need this to keep coming. Exactly. Like that food drive is like a this is like an emergency food drive, and the Redeemer, I would imagine, is probably covering the 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 quadrants that are on the west side of Evergreen Park. Right, even even though it's being organized at Holy Redeemer, it's going to yeah. be in a Holy Redeemer parking lot, and we're encouraging people from throughout Evergreen Park. They can drive park, over to the parking. Drive lot. over to the parking lot, enter on the Lawndale uh, side. That would be the Baracko side of the parking lot. And exit on the um, Millard side. The Millard side, yeah. right? Yeah. And and that's on Tuesday. Do you know what the hours are that from, they're doing from, it? From nine to eleven. Nine to eleven in the morning. They don't have to even get out of their car. Just drive up, and the volunteers will take the stuff out of their trunk. That's awesome. We prefer that it's in the trunk, so the volunteers don't have to go into the compartment of the car. All right. So Tuesday, nine a.m. to eleven a.m. Most Holy Redeemer parking right. lot, right there on ninety fifth. Enter off of Lawndale near the Baracos, exit at Millard Avenue. It's contactless. You drop it off. There's items that they need. And then also, if somebody, let's say, is working, if somebody can't get over there during that on Tuesday, mm-hmm. what is the easiest way for them to get you the items that you need right now? Drop it off at the new community center any time of day that the community center is open over on Holman. Okay. And um, Beth, don't go to the food depository though, because no, you probably no. already have a crowd coming in there every day. Well, no, we're not. See, we're only open on Fridays. Okay. Before, so, and if they leave the food outside the door, you know, we may be there that day. We may not. You may be, not be there. Yeah, that but day. at the um, uh, Office of Citizen Services, which is located in the new community center, go there. They'll they'll put the stuff in boxes and they'll get it to us. Okay. So we need we need canned vegetables. We need spaghetti sauce. Right. We, we need we need peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. I mean, people think to themselves like peanut butter and jelly. You think about how long you could feed your kids on peanut butter and jelly. Okay, you're a mom or a dad that can't can't feed their kids right now because you lost your job because of COVID and you're getting beat up and you need this. Peanut butter and jelly goes a long way. Another, and, another thing is uh, breakfast cereal too. Yeah, the dry, the dry breakfast cereal. You always talked about too, like the and, and if somebody's able to do it, the. The, the items that people don't normally even think of, like the birthday cakes right, and the yeah, stuff like right, that. Yeah. You'll take if somebody's got something. You're, you're just happy with whatever they can bring you. Those, right, are the, yeah. those are the action items. But if somebody's able to like make a food order and help out, I mean, you guys are basically up against the wall right now. You're running out quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we order. I mean, if we do 130 a week, that means we would have about 520 people over the quarter, uh, families over, over a month. We were only order. We we were only able to order for about 168 families right. this month. And it's got to be overwhelming for you because I mean I know from talking with other people that have worked over there, you guys are dealing with a much larger crowd, and you're doing it in the age of COVID where you you're like I still have to stay safe for my family to be safe. Right. And I'm still loading this and coming into contact with all these people. So this is a labor of love for you and everybody else that's over there. It is But you can't do this on your own if people don't chip in at this point. Right, yeah. And it is contactless there, too. I mean, we keep our volunteers very safe. We always ask everybody that comes for assistance to leave their trunks open. But we never put anything in the compartment of the car. If they come and their trunk is full, we tell them to pull over, empty their trunk, and come back and get back in line. Um, but uh, we're, uh, we make sure our volunteers are safe. And I'm hearing it's getting so busy right now that you guys are, are cutting off anybody that's not from Evergreen Park starting on the 1st of August. Is that's, that true? That's correct, yeah. Okay. yeah. And the reason for that, Chris, is um, because for the first several months, um, a lot of the food pantries had closed because they didn't have enough volunteers. Right. You guys were doing so well. Right. You were able to take care of people where the cities. Right. The, the, you know, Chicago's weren't able to keep up with what was going on. You became like, you became a helpful 
center and you didn't turn anybody away, but now it's getting to the point where you're getting overloaded and it's got to, it's, you, you've got to at some point be like, we got to make sure that the EP people are, are, are good. Take care of, right. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is, I mean, also the, uh, the government was trying to keep people out of the stores at, at, early on in the stages too. Right, right. And the people who are most fragile medically uh, were encouraged to use the food uh, pantry system. Mm. So that you know, and, and I think that worked quite 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 well, you know. Um, but we are, um, you know, we are stretched for food. We're limited on what we can buy from or what we can get from the food depository because right now they're giving us the food for free, but they can only service, like I said, about 168 families a month for our pantry, well short of what our needs. So um, we uh, that's why we need uh, support for the community. Now, I think that this need is going to start going down, but probably throughout the month of August, you know, even though we're going to try to stick just to Evergreen Park residents, we'll probably still serve, you know, people that are very desperate, you know, from where, wherever they're at. Well, John, I want to tell you something. Um, and I didn't even think about it until you came over here and you started telling me what you needed. When this whole thing started in March, they shut down the parade, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember that was like yeah. the first thing they shut down the parade. And I called my wife that day and I said, this is going to get bad. They're going to shut down everything. We're not even going to be able to leave the house. I don't know what it is. Grab some stuff on the way home. And she went and did what you would do just in case you didn't know how long you'd be stuck in your house. Right, yeah. And in my closet back here, I've got a couple of bags of canned foods that we don't need anymore. So they're totally yours on the way out the door if you don't mind carrying okay, them out. Okay, that's fine, yeah, sure. Okay, I want to make sure because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, I have stuff we're not even using that we grabbed when it was scary. But I don't need it as much anymore because we're able to we're able to get to the store now. Right. We're able to do those things. And, and I'm I don't want to. You know, I'm I'm like you know we can we can pass on the stuff that we had as our emergency reserve mm-hmm. now because I don't I think the emergency is passed and I feel good about that. So I'm going to make sure I give you that. And if anybody wants to donate to the Evergreen Park Food Pantry, nine to eleven Tuesday morning, Most Holy Redeemer, enter off of the Lawndale side right there at uh at Baracos on that side off of 95th and then leave on the Millard side from 9 to 11 in the morning or drop off your donations over at the community center now is the time for actual food folks uh, money is great but they need your help because they can't purchase all this stuff if you wanted to donate 50 bucks instead go online and order 50 bucks in food and curbside pickup, go pick it up and drop it off over there because that's the only way that they're able to get what they need. They got plenty of cash donations. They just can't spend it because they're not allowed to buy all the stuff in bulk like they used to because of the shortage. So help out John and the folks at Evergreen Park at the food pantry and those that are in need. And John, I appreciate you coming down here and telling me all about it. You guys do great work over there. And when I saw that they were they were having this drive, I read a little bit on it. I called over there. I talked to the folks over at OCS, and I was like, "How how bad is it?" And when I heard it, I was like, "Well, we gotta we gotta tell people, okay? Because you guys need all the help you can get over there." And and this community's done a very good job pulling oh, together and helping. It's an awesome community. And they may think that everything's good over there because they haven't heard that things are rough. So if you're able to help out, folks, now is the time. Uh, we don't want to have the food pantry close. We don't want to have the food pantry have to turn people away right now. We want them to be able to 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 function because it's good for everybody, right? Correct. There you go. John Dalkey, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Chris. And that's your EP Podcast Weekend Update. We will see you for the full show. Big guest, big news, big fun. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. The EP Podcast out on demand coming this Monday. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked. Z, what a great place.
It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.